Welcome to the Unpacked Project. We're your hosts. I'm Noelle. And I'm Miranda. We're here to explore all things social justice. It's through casual conversations, interviews, and storytelling that we hope to inspire others to take action towards a more compassionate and equitable world. Because honestly, it kind of sucks here sometimes. (laughs) For real. We can do better, people. All right. Let's start unpacking. Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> so Noelle and I are here today, um, kind of back for our season three. We're really moving away from seasons in general, but what we want to do is really focus on messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into that, uh, we you'll see, hey, <laughs> we finally hit a thousand followers on Instagram. Yes. So, right? So cheers, cheers to that. So, um, and I mean, okay, hold on. Let me drink first. Super important. Super Might not sound like a lot to like the 5K, 10K people, <laughs> but for us, it's been a slow crawl, okay? We're really happy. Really <laughs> and we were really happy when we were stuck at 9.98 for <laughs> like, shit, like a week straight. I know, I know. Well, we did finally hit it, and yeah. I think it is a big deal for us. Yeah, Because for sure. the content that we talk about, people don't always want to hear. Yeah. Um, and we don't always get great feedback. Yeah. So when I think, you know, those 1000 followers are our authentic followers, mm-hmm. right? Like they, mm-hmm. they're, I mean, sure, they're our friends and our family, but they're also people from across the country, across the globe. Oh, yeah. Like I, I know was, like 10 people, those thousand people. Yeah, are, right? like, everyone I was, I like, know. There was someone yeah. I was messaging with the other day from London and he yeah. was talking about, you know, we we're talking about like the homeless kind of epidemic and mm-hmm. all of that. And so I think it's really just nice to know that we have such a supportive community that, yeah. and people that are you know responsive to this information and just really wanting to hear it. And so thankful for the work that we do yeah. know, on top of our full-time jobs, right? So, right? so it feels good. So celebrating that yes. um, and really just moving into a new way that our episodes look. So really trying to get away from how formal some of them can be. Some of that will still be tied in, of course, you know, as we do interviews with professionals and experts in their field. Mm-hmm. But really just wanting y'all to get to know Noelle and I a little bit better, kind of how we function together as friends. <laughs> how we function. How we function together as Uh-oh. friends. Um, <laughs> well, and- I think because we, this is kind of what we always envisioned. True. Yeah. Like we yeah. always would have these conversations like mm-hmm. out at dinner or at the bar, right? Um, and so it was always our idea to kind of bring that together yeah. and yeah. put it out there. Yeah. And then when we started the podcast, I mean, we didn't know how to start a podcast. So it just seemed natural to like have it scripted and be comfortable with that. Super formal. Exactly. Well, I think it made us more comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we knew what we were going to say and we had a yeah. kind of a way of doing it. And now. Yeah, because this, like all yeah, this, papers ever. <laughs> nerve wracking. But we're going to get through it. Yes. Um, so I, I'm really happy that. Yeah. This is just kind of like our natural, Good job, our natural selves here, <laughs> ready to just yeah. talk about yeah. stuff, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah. So what we wanted to start getting into was talking about messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, we've in previous episodes talked a lot about different narratives and um, how the media can kind of spin things sometimes. Mm-hmm. We talked way in the beginning, like season one, episode two, of our own biases and how that all plays into how we receive and understand information. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's been so much more prevalent now when we think about the polarization in our country, um, just the role 
that media is playing and the yeah. distrust that I think a lot of people have for mm -hmm. it. Um, actually, on one of the websites that we were doing our research, allsides.com, um, they stated that 72% of Americans believe traditional news sources report fake news, falsehoods, or content that's purposefully misleading. So we see like trust in the media yeah. declining, but yet we're consuming it so and much more. Rate, yeah, yeah. So um, I think this just applies to so many different things we talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know yeah. that's the reason why we wanted to get into it. Yeah. Well, and in general, I think that a lot of people are media illiterate, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, not understanding the questions they should ask or really even what they should be thinking about. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people in general, I don't think, think about their thinking. You right, know? right. We're such like unconscious consumers of what mm -hmm. we see around us, mm -hmm. you know, and so so that's concerning, of course, right? Yeah. When we're trying to differentiate between what's what's fact and what's fiction, um, and, and really just understanding the most important pieces of the information that we're being given. So, right. so yeah. Well, I mean, and then we seek out information that's going to confirm what we already believe. Exactly. Right. So it's like good old confirmation bias. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like when we were doing the research, it's yeah. like, oh, we've talked about so much mm -hmm. of this. It yeah. applies to so many things that we've already discussed, but yet it's so important right now, yeah. um, you know, for us to kind of unpack yeah. all these, yeah. these different things. Uh, and try to educate, I mean, ourselves mm -hmm. and then our listeners in terms of what we can look out for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know, like, for me, it's the media in general, like Instagram, Facebook, social media, because I don't really, like, watch the news. I don't sit yeah, down and watch same. the news. My parents still, like, sit down yep. and watch the news. Um, sometimes probably a little too much with, like, mm -hmm. COVID and retirement, when you think about, like, the amount of time maybe some people at different ages are spending in front of different types of yeah. media. Um, but for me, like there's sometimes where I'm like, and we've talked about it. I'm like, I want to get off social media. If it wasn't for this podcast, like yeah. I'm done with Instagram. I'm done. Whether it's because of COVID vaccines inundating me and making me afraid mm -hmm. to go outside or the election or whatever it is. Um, it's just, it be, starts feeling like too much. Like yeah. the people that step away, yeah. I totally get it. Like they're like for my mental yeah. health, yeah. I need to step away. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish we could. Um, and you know, I mean, there's definitely been like friendships that I've lost because mm -hmm. I see what some people have posted who I've known yeah. for forever. And I'm like, well, I kind of knew you were like that. But like now I'm like, oh yeah. my mm -hmm. God, like I literally can't talk to you. I mean, it mm -hmm. sounds terrible because you don't want that to be the case because everyone's entitled to believe what they want to believe. But some things I'm like, this is just an issue of like morality at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, so. you know, and I think we we think about how does the media affect us, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, you're talking about mental health essentially, right? Yeah. Um, I mean... I had read something, you know, I don't know how factual it is, but I know from my own personal experience, I feel it to be true mm -hmm. that if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is get on social media and you digest something that's negative information, it really sets I said you that, up. Did, did, are you wait, hold on. Okay, I, I was like, someone, I was talking to someone It was about a this. training that I was in. It was that positive psychology oh training. I don't know if you're the one who actually told me, though. So interesting. So I sent you this quote. So oh, it, was, it was like a, well, this might not be what you're talking about, mm -hmm. but it like applies. Um... So during this study, participants were asked to watch either three minutes of negative, uh, watch either three minutes of negative news before 10 a.m. or three minutes of positive solutions focused news. Mm. When you're exposed to just three minutes of negative news first thing in the morning, okay. you have a 27 percent higher likelihood of reporting that you had a bad day six to eight hours later. Mm -hmm. So we expected, says we expected um, people would report being unhappier for the next mm -hmm. few minutes after watching the negative news, but that 
um, they, the researchers in no way expected it to have such a long lasting effect yeah. six to eight hours later. Well, I mean, on the flip side of that, right, again, from a mental health perspective, we talk about like gratitude journals mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, it's like kind of clearing your mental head space um, just for nothingness, right? So meditation and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if we're consuming such negativity in the very beginning of the day, I mean, it seems like it makes sense to me, you right. know? Right. Um, so, yeah, so there's that aspect, the mental health aspect. Um, but ju- then just the messages that we receive about ourselves, you know, I think about we had done that activity where you kind of rated yourself in different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but like uh, one of the things I think about when I think of messaging mm-hmm. is what messages am I receiving about myself as a woman, mm-hmm. as a black woman, mm-hmm. um, you know, just different things like that. And that all really kind of informs our beliefs about ourselves and about yeah. other people. You know, I mean, it's all bias and messaging and framing and kind of all of yeah. that. Whether it's images or words mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. I've definitely unfollowed plenty of people because yeah. I start feeling crappy about mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, a you know, percent. and it's like yeah. uh, because of one how inundating it is, like how mm-hmm. often your your you know the algorithms or whatever, right? Yeah. They know what you're looking at. They know what to blow up your feed with. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that, yeah. But then also like how things are framed, how things yeah. are being worded, mm-hmm. you know how. Um, one story or one situation can be reported five or six different ways. Very true. Yeah. Um, so I know that was one of the things that we wanted to get mm-hmm. into today yep. and kind of start talking about. So one, when we were doing research for this episode, um, the Page Center was one of the resources that I came across. And I liked they kind of presented as like the difference between framing um, and then agenda setting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like obviously news outlets, journalists, different sources have an agenda, yeah. right? We talk about right-wing media, left-wing mm-hmm. media, center, you know, all, all this. Yeah. Um, and then depending on the source, they're choosing what they want to put out there, right? But then there's also, even within the agenda setting, how they're going to frame it. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that they mention, um, you know, on the website is framing. It's more about like the words, the mm-hmm. symbols, the overall content yep, tone, and the tone yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that they're using to frame it. So while agenda setting tells us what issues to think about, what topics to think about, um, it also like starts becoming suggestive as which topics are more and less important to talk about. Mm-hmm. The framing of it takes it like a step further yeah. um, and is more about how those devices can kind of shape how we understand the topic itself. Mm-hmm. Um and how then that feeds into our biases, right? Because if we already, like, think a certain way about something and then this language that we're receiving is framing it or these images are framing it in a certain way, what's our reality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what does our reality become? Yeah. Which I think is important when we think about society around yeah. us. Yeah, Well, and a note that I had taken, right, because there's so much to look at when evaluating how something is framed, mm-hmm. um, it's important that we take a systematic approach to one's analysis, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, we're thinking about our thinking, but like what steps specifically are we taking mm-hmm. in that thinking process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the analyzing of it. Mm-hmm. Cause like you mentioned in the beginning, like we're all probably most of us, I mean, even us, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I, this doesn't apply to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like just unconsciously kind of consuming things. Oh yeah. And are you really like paying attention to the wording and paying attention to how they're, you know, stating something? Well, hell, or even checking your sources. I mean, mm-hmm. I will quickly be like, okay, I love this Instagram page. I follow them. I feel like everything they say is true for right. whatever reason, you know. Right. And I'm quick to repost something. And it's like we need to always be checking mm-hmm. our sources, you know. So. Well, and you only know what you know based on what you see. Exactly. So if I'm choosing to only 
look at sources because it confirms my biases Mm -hmm. or confirms my belief. Or if I'm on social media and they're purposefully with their algorithms only giving me certain things or I only follow certain Mm -hmm. pages. I considered once, I was like, you know what I should do? I should make a different Instagram name and follow the opposite of everyone that I do. And do like an analysis. You should do of, that. Do that. Yeah. Yes. Of what what is yeah. the difference in my feed mm-hmm. when I'm on Nicole's Instagram page? <laughs> since I got called that my whole life. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> when I'm on the the Republican yeah, right? Nicole exactly. page, yeah. uh, and then my normal feed. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that difference in reality? Yeah. Like, yeah. and shifting between them, just being like. Like, yeah, I mean, um, it's bad enough. It's like for the Impact Project, I'm following people on kind of on the other side, right. or just across the political yep. spectrum in general. And I look at things and I'm like, you know, and so, and I start to wonder, am I just, brainwash isn't necessarily the right word, but like, mm-hmm. am I consuming so much of one type of information or one type of news source that I'm just conditioned to this type of thinking? I mean, in general, I'm from California. Probably I'm a pretty liberal person yeah. in general, you know. Um, but then I see things, you know, from kind of the the right side. And mm-hmm. I'm so taken aback. I mean, honestly, I almost feel like I'm gaslit sometimes where mm-hmm. I'm like the language, it just doesn't, I can't even compute this in my mind. You right. Know? But then so. like, do we take it further? Right. So yeah. we're going to play a game at the end, yes. the left center, right I'm game. So I'm when I was putting the different headlines together and stuff mm-hmm. and I was reading now I'm having to read, right. Mm-hmm. What, you know, right wing kind of yeah. articles, whatever. And there were some topics I was like, wait, this is like not what I thought it was. Yes. Yeah. You know, like when I was reading stuff about defunding the police mm-hmm. and different statistics that were out there and I'm like, and they were, they were sourced, like, you know, they were credible sources. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Okay. Like I need to remember these things when I'm exploring what we talk about on here, yeah. because there's a difference when we talk about, and we're going to get into it, like the different types of media bias mm-hmm. and stuff. With certain ones, things are just false, Yeah, right? Their opinions or they're not backed up or they're false claims or whatever. But some of them, when we start talking about like spin and just different ways of saying things, it's not that an article is not factual. It's just that I'm taking the facts and I'm twisting it Mm -hmm. for you to feed, you know, you to consume that in a way that I want you to Mm -hmm. consume that. Yeah, or only sharing certain facts or a spin on those facts. I mean, there's various ways to go about it, yeah. So, I mean, some things it's like, okay, well, this is true. Like if I just kind of pick apart the vocabulary using mm-hmm. to not make me feel emotionally a yeah, certain way. Yeah. The facts in this article are still true. Mm-hmm. And and some of the things when I was researching, I was like, I wouldn't know that if we weren't doing this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because what I'm reading isn't yeah. trying to show this. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting, like that experience yeah. of it when we were kind yeah. of going through yeah. planning yeah. for this episode. Yeah. So why don't we get into some of those um, things that they use within um, – media yeah so i think when we've already started talking about yeah. one like spin yeah. right so um i really like the allsides.com website mm-hmm. there's so much information on there um you know for our listeners if you have never heard of it or you've never gone to it i do suggest doing so because it's really interesting just how they kind of try to show all sides um but we started talking about spin I like that they give examples of spin words mm. and phrases, mm-hmm. um, and even uh, Page Center did as well. So when we think about using death tax versus estate tax, mm-hmm. and that was like a personal thing that we saw happen yeah. in the media, um, undocumented worker versus illegal alien, pro-choice versus pro-abortion, mm-hmm. right? Like to the people, obviously, right wing, right? You're going to see pro-abortion 
Mm-hmm. We're going to try to instill fear. We're going to try to have the target yeah. of the word something that you are Yeah, you're against. killing babies. That's right. what, yeah, that's what you're doing. You're killing babies. Right. You don't care about human life. Mm-hmm. And rather than it's like, no, it's a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. We, our body shouldn't be policed. So it's a very different right. spin. And it's the same yeah. topic. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Just different language. Just different how you yeah. say it, right? So are we trying to also like imply bad behavior? So somebody refusing to say something or something surfacing Right, like it was coming to light. We found it. Uh oh. Uh, and then just like dramatic, sensationalized um, words. Like you just take the word "said." Mm-hmm. Uh, how many different ways you could say it? Mocked, raged, mm. lashed out, um, scoffed. You know those those kinds of ways. Yeah. Really, all we're trying to do is say somebody said something. Yeah. But what kind of spin? They you know they boasted about it. They gloated about it. How differently can you say it in just really the situations that someone said something? Yeah. Right. So, um, hmm. so I thought that one was really interesting. And, um, and, and this, and the other thing is when we talk about all these different types of media bias, there were like 11 of them. Yeah. Right. Like we went through and we're like, which are the big ones? So these, these are the ones like for us that we feel like we yeah. come into contact with the most. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one for me, like unsubstantiated claims, like people that just say something. This statement just like appears to be a fact. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of times someone can just confidently say something. Oh. That was at work all the time. Yeah. Like we'll be in a meeting and someone will say something. And I'm like, that sounds true. But really it's just because of the tone the person used. Like I'm like, I need to go Google that because the way you said it, I believe you. Well, I don't know right what the saying is, but like it doesn't matter what you actually know. As long as you walk into a room confidently, people will believe you. And yeah. It's true. That's yeah. very true. How many times do people – I've had people say that to me. Like mm-hmm. – bosses that I have are they're like oh just go in there and act confident I'm like that's so messed up but like, acting confident isn't like actually confident and that doesn't mean that we're telling the truth but yeah okay. but like, I can but say okay. something that's completely yeah. not yeah. true yeah you know like Miranda your toilet's clogged is it really like you know seriously <laughs> exactly. I was like really I just used the bathroom. I just came out of the bathroom. Like, oh. It's clogged. Like, it wasn't. Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> I just like believe it to be true. Like the most benign, stupid thing. Because I'm just like seriously saying yeah, it, yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, well, and, and also, why would you? I trust in you, right? So this is a media a source. Point. Yeah, I trust in you. So why would you lie to me as right. well? So there's also that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, and if you're not gonna go a step further and check every single thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Every If they don't state their sources, if an article is just saying something mm-hmm. um, and there's not like a source, you've got to then go and try to find this and mm-hmm. see if it is substantiated yeah. and it is true. Um, and, you know, I think who's really doing that Most on like a daily not, basis? Yeah. You know, it's not where do numbers come from? Where do these statistics come from? Yeah. Like so many articles. I know even when we do our research for like the episodes, you want to just, sometimes I'll just write it down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this just like says this here. Let well, me look at the yeah. footnote. Let me see where it came yeah. from. I mean, even what you just said earlier, 27% of Americans essentially believe that um, media is feeding them false information, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, 27%. I think it was 72. 70, just 72, you know, yeah. mine's dyslexia. But I believe you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds true. <laughs> but 72%, right? Regardless, it's like 72% of the of entire population, of right. Americans, of the world, right. of Who how, was large, how large was exactly. How old were they? Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so, yeah, yeah but we hear 72%. That's a mm-hmm. large number. And that's what we focus on. So, yeah. yeah. 
And the the other thing, right, is a little bit of confirmation bias because, mm-hmm. like, I read that and I'm like, yeah, I don't trust the media. Mm-hmm. This you could have said 198, right. yeah. and I'm like, yeah. no one trusts anyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is did you know? And then you're spewing this information, right? Like, yeah. Did you know 72 percent? Like, <laughs> to be fair, I actually didn't look up yeah. that. So yeah. It was on this this website that I found is credible, yeah. right? They have a yeah. lot of sources. Yeah. They do a lot of analyses, but it was at the beginning of this bias packet, like that one we were going yeah. through. And I did not check that statistic. Yeah. Well, we're going to check that. Yeah, again. we're going to check that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did it. All right. Well, you know, and speaking of, right, so sensationalism and emotionalism. So mm-hmm. similarly, right, mm-hmm. a large number. Mm-hmm. You hear these words um, and it's like, oh, my goodness, I can't. That must be true. So just like um, I believe it was Lisa was talking about in um, season two, mm-hmm. the most liked posts on Instagram typically are ones that evoke emotion, yeah. make you feel angry in some way, shape or form. Um, just, yeah, pull at the heartstrings. Um, so something that they say here about sensationalism and emotionalism is that, uh, in recent years, some media outlets have been criticized for overusing the term breaking or breaking mm-hmm. news, mm-hmm. which historically was reserved for stories of deep impact or wide scale importance. Right. Um, and so that makes me think again, Lisa talking about the fairness doctrine mm-hmm. and, you know, what rules are journalists, um, folks that are working within um, news, what rules are they actually sticking to mm-hmm. to report true factual information to us? Yeah. And that just isn't happening. You know, really, not everywhere, but in a lot of places, it's not happening. Um, media outlets care about ratings, mm-hmm. you know? And so these networks are you know, just using different kind of language to get us to buy into this. Yeah. So again, sensationalism and emotionalism. So when you're seeing kind of articles with these words mm-hmm. that evoke these, uh, these emotions, yeah. it's something that we should think about. Like when you're feeling that emotion, stop and think, yeah. you know, like, wait a second, like this seems, you know, it's just, it's too much, you know? Well, that's, that's how it. I feel with coat like that. When I mm-hmm. read that coat, it makes me think of all the COVID reporting. Yeah. And again, right. Like I'm, a lot of what we're reading is factual. Like they're talking about the Delta variant, mm-hmm. all right, and how it's hitting younger people, mm-hmm. people that are our hospitalization rates are going up and all this stuff, right? Fact. Yeah. That is happening. Yeah. Emotionalism, every day, three to four articles about the person on their deathbed yeah. saying, My I should have gotten <sighs> vaccinated. And not a political that. thing about who's getting vaccinated, who's not like that's a whole other topic mm-hmm. of conversation, many other episodes yeah. we could do. But that's the emotionalism, right? Yeah. I read that and I'm like, oh my God. It's one of the reasons why I went out and got vaccinated. Yeah. How am I going to be the person that gets sick, goes yeah. to the hospital, and it's on my hospital bed like, I should have gotten uh-huh. vaccinated. After you already had COVID. Like, yes. no, no way. Yeah. That hits on my emotions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. I yeah. cannot have that happen to me. Like, yeah. literally. Um, and it works. Yeah, it did. You I mean, know? Yeah. And yeah, so many things with COVID, like, they're using fear, right? Yeah. We think about the emotion of fear. We've mm-hmm. talked in previous episodes about how powerful fear is, yeah. instilling fear in people. Um, and again, not that it's not rightly silly. COVID is a yeah. epidemic, right? Um, but when you still just look at the power of it yeah. and how there's, there's some people on my feed that I'm just like friends with, right? Or family members. And they're people that I'm just find interesting what they mm-hmm. post and then on their feeds, I'm seeing all the conspiracy theories about COVID and the conspiracies about the vaccine. So in literally the five minutes, mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm on my deathbed wishing I got vaccinated and I'm dying. Mm-hmm. I'm on a ventilator and I'm 23. I'm going to get a microchip. Yeah. Right? Like literally just in yeah. like five minutes. And I don't know how, what to feel. Yeah. Like by the yeah. end of that, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
overwhelmed just emotionally in general. Yeah. Where yeah. then I'm like, I need to get off social media. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is just like terrifying. Yeah. Well, and I think speaking of kind of emotionalism, um, it also reminds, because you say fear, mm-hmm. but also tying into kind of immorality, I'd mm-hmm. say, right? So like religion, yeah. we're talking, you know, you had said um, pro-choice versus pro-abortion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a moral issue now, right? Like you're not righteous. Right. This is just wrong in the eyes of God. God is right. You know, so that type of thing as well, I think, when people have are rooted to certain values mm-hmm. that go and then something goes against that, mm-hmm. um, they that, taint it. Like mm-hmm. it's like makes yeah. you like a crappy yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, you know, m- worse than crappy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> hell. Worse <laughs> than crappy. Oh, I know crappy. You're going to hell. You're going to burn for <laughs> all of eternity. <laughs> Okay, you know, but each their own. Basically, you're going to hell. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Um, and so the other one that we kind of talked about was um, opinion statements presented as facts, mm-hmm. right? And this mm-hmm. is another big one, similar to what you just said. Walk in there and just act confident. Yeah, you know. So, what is your opinion? It's kind of stated as fact. People don't question that mm-hmm. because you may be some type of an authority figure, a news outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really a subjective statement is one that's based on personal opinions, assumptions, beliefs, tastes, preference, or interpretations. So, you know, even when we're reading in our news um, reports on reports with opinion-based articles as well. But I think Lisa so, talked about yeah. that, like the difference between actual journalists back in the day yeah. and people that are commentating. Mm-hmm. And commentating and reporting yeah. news are two completely two different di- things. Yeah, true. However, you have commentators and reporters that both work for news outlets. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, like, right. well, how are you putting opinion pieces in an in news coverage, I don't understand this, but mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah, all the time. So because you know. that's become news. Yeah, exactly. Like my dad talks about this mm-hmm. all the time about how hey, dad. <laughs> he's not my dad, but you know she's my best friend. So I. Um, and I think there's two ways you can kind of think about it, right? But he talks about how, like, when he was a kid, there were only certain, only like two or three news outlets you could really yeah. listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Which part of me is like, well, that's not like really great. It I wasn't mean, either. It's not good. Yeah. But at the same time, like they were credible, like people trusted them. They were actual like journalists that like researched things and were giving you actual facts. And I think because we've seen such an increase in all the sources and all the outlets and the internet, you can have Joe Schmo from down the block, you know, come or even like you see um, like certain news, like Fox keeps certain people, right? Because there's Tucker Carlson, that's who she is. Exactly, Tucker, Bill O'Reilly, any of these people, right? Mm -hmm who just stir the pot yeah. they say these crazy oh things people yeah. eat it up mm-hmm. um and not that that doesn't exist on the left side yeah, either because it does, it does. Liberal, it it does, does. Yeah. and that's the thing like bias is two-sided it's not like we're not sitting here being like it's only a right-wing yeah. thing right or this is only existing like republicans and mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers whatever yeah. it's not like it, yeah. it happens on both sides it's meant to manipulate mm-hmm. and i mean news sources are businesses they're trying to make money um and the way that they do it is by putting stories out there putting spins on things and slants and using sensationalism all all of these 11 um, tactics so definitely encourage everyone to go check out all sides Mm -hmm. they have um left center and right um, news and it's just really interesting to see how each side reports different things and also really to get a wide differentiation of the news that you consume as well you know? and they'll, they'll also like tag certain articles as this is an opinion yeah. article mm-hmm. on all sides yep. 
this is an opinion. Mm -hmm. This is an analysis. And this was stated as a fact and it is not supported. Like they're, you know, and so I I feel like um, it's just a really cool website. I actually got it through school. Like my high school used it. Yeah. Um, Well, definitely a website I want to start utilizing more of, right? Yeah. When we kind of talk about doing this, not kind of, when we talk about doing this work. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, our, I don't want to say obligation, but like our our duty if we're giving this yeah giving this information out to people, it's our duty to do our best to ensure that we're giving appropriate and accurate information. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, so, we could yeah. just say whatever the hell we want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my toilet's clogged. So <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so we're gonna go get that checked out. I know, out. right? Shit. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. Back on track. So are we ready for our game? I think we should. Wait, wait. So Noel, I really want you to start um, putting in like audio clips and I don't know if you're going to do that. So let's just, we're going to, it's game time. 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 we're doing today is playing a drinking game because <laughs> we're alcoholics. Uh, no, but actually left center, right. Um, taken from left center, right. Yeah. One of Noel's great ideas. So you want to explain the game? Love that game. Yeah. So we're just, I mean, using the term left center, right, which if no one's played that before, you should check it out. Never played it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we went through allsides.com. We are, uh, collected different headlines mm-hmm. from left articles, right articles, center articles. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is just read it. Okay. We can go kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you are going to guess if it was a article from the left, an article from the right, or an article from the center. All right. So just based it. on yeah. the headline. Okay. okay. So y'all are going to play along at home or in your car yeah. or work if you're not working and you're listening to us instead, wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Do you want me to go first? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. For the record. You said that your husband got all of these wrong, right? <laughs> he did. Because then I'm not gonna feel bad if Hold I on. get. I'm gonna fill this because you're so. Yeah, you're gonna need to definitely wrong. fill it all the way up because I'm gonna have to drink so much. You know. Okay. So probably. Yeah. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Ah, the old couch. She's trick. a. Per- oh, they couldn't <laughs> even see it. It was blocked. Oh. So Noelle was an alcoholic in college. No, stop it. Do you all know that no? Noelle is a doctor. I'm going to call her Dr. Naylor because she feels so uncomfortable. <laughs> but then gets pissed when people don't call her doctor. Like, <laughs> no, I don't get... men, white men. Yeah, I don't get pissed if you don't call me it. Yeah. If I don't hear you call anybody else it. Fair. But if you don't call me it and oh, then I course. walk down the hall and I hear you say it to your buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as you should. Okay, so go ahead. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. We did. Episode. Yeah. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, I'm just pissed at this point. Texas Democrats upset Biden hasn't met with them on voting rights. Texas, wait, say. I'm just pissed at this Mm -hmm. point. Texas Democrats upset that Biden hasn't met with them on voting rights. Texas Democrats, so the Democrats are upset. Right wing. Fuck. Nope. Dang it. That was USA Today. That's left? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, and so, like... Interesting, right? Because I mean, just even reading it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like I'm like, that sounds that... like something the right would say, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's trying to call attention to the fact that maybe Biden isn't. It's still saying that Texas Democrats are upset, 
So Democrats yeah. are still upset about this issue on voting rights. Yeah. Right. Which is like a, everything that's happening. Yeah. That's yeah. very, um, but yeah, the Biden being Biden, not going, mm-hmm. but that's a fact. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. happened. So. Okay. All right. Biden admin walks back ties to group pushing critical race theory in schools. Tell you one more time. Biden admin walks back ties to group pushing critical race theory in schools. Mm. Walks back ties. Oh, you didn't drink, by the way, unless I got it wrong. Do you drink the whole thing? <laughs> no, just sit. Biden admin walks back ties. Center? Fox News Ooh. from the right. Uh, okay. I'm going to shuffle these up a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not going to be ready. <laughs> make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. But okay. I don't know. Maybe we have a strategy. Okay. Cheap. Virginia transgender student wins as Supreme Court rebuffs bathroom appeal. Virginia what? trans yeah. Virginia transgender student wins a Supreme Court rebuffs bathroom appeal. Rebuffs. Mm-hmm. That's the important word. Fuck. What does rebuffs mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm like buffering. Re. Uh, Miranda, you're smart. <laughs> Left. Buffering. A negative connotation. Oh, see, I was like, dang it, that's the word I need to know, and I don't know it. <laughs> Buffering, mm-hmm. free. <laughs> okay. Um, the great outdoors has a diversity problem. Can it be fixed? Left. Center. Oh. The center ones are challenging. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also like, oh, I see why people are moderate. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's like, well, so. Noelle's husband is is a moderate. Yeah, you'd say he's a moderate. I feel like he's a moderate. Mm, I guess it depends well, on the topic. It does depend on the topic. I mean, ultimately, I think people are all across the spectrum mm-hmm. on different things, right? Yeah. But I think Adonis tends to be someone that is kind of even keel, mm-hmm. listen to both sides of the mm-hmm. story type deal. I'm like, no, fuck you. These are my beliefs. I'm not going to listen to anything you have to fucking say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This fucking shit. Shut up. <laughs> So when I'm listening or reading these things from the center, I'm like, oh, I see why. Because it's so, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah. Yeah. So. But that's why, like, I thought it was interesting when we had to go through and do mm-hmm. this. Aside from it was, like, midnight that night yeah. and my eyes were, like, crossing when I was looking at the thing. But I was like, this is really interesting because I yeah. wouldn't have ever read these headlines, you yeah. know? So. Okay. And then the article, then you click on it, right? Yeah. And you're like, wait a second. Oh, my God. I was getting lost. Yeah. Well, I was waiting for my laundry to dry after that stupid palmetto bug attacked me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see which one. Right, I'm gonna do this one. Supreme Court won't revive school's transgender bathroom ban. Supreme Court won't revive trans school bathroom school's ban. transgender bathroom ban. Right. Center. Oh. Associated Press. Okay. So won't revive, right? Mm-hmm. So I just felt like that like language of like won't bring back to life yeah. the ban because mm-hmm. the ban is like bad. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I thought, well, right? In my yeah. opinion, yeah, it's bad. Um, that's not an opinion, right? It's fact, but it is fact. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if that was a right article, instead of saying like that, we they wouldn't revive 
the one that I read be to, like they refused to. They rebuffed. Yeah, yeah rebuffed. Remember that was the right one. Yeah. Transgender student wins because it was the same. It's the same yeah. topic. So these two articles were the same topic. Mm. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. A student won ultimately. It went through yeah. all appeals court saying like I can use the bathroom in alliance with my gender identity. Went all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court wouldn't even wouldn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the right wing is saying like the Supreme Court rebuffed the bathroom yeah. repeal, and the center is saying they won't revive the ban. So not reviving the ban and yeah. not rebuffing the appeal yeah. are two completely yeah, different things, are. ways of saying the same exact story. And then we also have to take into account one's already mm-hmm. like your beliefs, your beliefs already. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then how you take that and run with it. Right. Well. Because when you read one, it's putting your attention on the ban, mm-hmm. which my belief is we shouldn't have the ban. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't revive it. Great. And the other one is putting focus on the appeal yeah. and not, and rebuffing the appeal. Yeah. And someone looking at that is like, oh, you're not even going to, mm-hmm. you're not even going to look at the appeal because I don't believe in the ban yeah. or I believe in the ban. Band, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I thought those were, those were interesting. Um, let's see. I'm going to drink. Anyways. Okay. And a drink that they wouldn't revive the ban. <laughs> Over 5,000 signed pledge to continue teaching critical race theory, even if outlawed. Left. Fuck. No? Right. Oh, my God. Wait, say it again. I must have missed So here, yeah. Over 5,000 signed pledge to continue. So people are signing a pledge to continue teaching this critical race theory, even if it's outlawed. So they're going against the law. Okay, right. Yeah. But I might have like, good. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm reading these things and I'm oh like, I'm so, so confused. What are they calling attention yeah. to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So over 5,000 sign plays. Even change. if it's outlawed. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. those outlaws yeah. teaching critical race mm-hmm. theory. Even so if it's outlawed. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I was immediately like, left. Well, yeah. Good. Screw you guys. Yeah, right? Like you're taking – so I saw – I read pledge. Mm-hmm. Like you're pledging to do this, which right. is Even a great thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's – yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, arrest these mm-hmm. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, let's do some. First U.S. Capitol rioter convicted of a felony gets eight months in prison after Department of Justice says stiffer sentence could stop future attacks. I'm sorry. It's very long. Center. Center. Left. Oh, shit. I was going to say center two. And I was like, no, that sounds pretty neutral. <laughs> CNN. <laughs> CNN. Illinois becomes the first state to require teaching of Asian American history in public schools. Left. Center. God. We haven't got We can't talk shit about the Dodge. Like, you got him all wrong. Sorry, not us. I love you. <laughs> You're like, didn't your husband get them all wrong? And we were like, we haven't got them But I was friends. only saying he got them all wrong. So then I didn't have to feel bad when I got them all wrong because I was peeking through different <laughs> ones. And I'm like, fuck, I can't figure out what's what. <laughs> Which is like, well, and then, you know, to look through these articles and think that, mm-hmm. I'm like, Wow, so I'm ingesting all this information. Mm-hmm. If I can't tell what's what, yeah, then really, how is this information affecting me when I'm reading it on right. social media or the news outlets or whatever? So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, good. Two more left each. Federal prosecutors are branding nonviolent January 6th defendants as quote terrorists to pursue harsher sentences. Say them again. I believe in you that you could do this one. Say it again. Federal prosecutors are branding nonviolent Non-violent. January 6th defendants as, quote, terrorists to pursue harsher sentences. They're branding them as terrorists. Right. Yes! Okay, I was like, that has to be right. And I'm like, <laughs> you are a fucking terrorist even if you're not violent. <laughs> Fuck you, okay? <laughs> okay. Also, it was violent what you did. I mean, right? yeah. Why are we calling them nonviolent what yeah. they did? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so do you have the drink? Because I got it right. Yes, great. Yeah, put this in here because okay. I'm gonna get this wrong. Oh, maybe I'll get it right. Then you'll have to drink, and then you'll do it. Okay. Stay with us. Do, do. All right. Okay. <laughs> Good. The moral panic over critical race theory is coming for a North Carolina teacher of the year. Oh, left. Good job. Yes! We yes! got them right at the same time. <laughs> so you have to drink. <laughs> Wait, oh shit. <laughs> Why did I come up with that rule? Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope I'm saying this word right. Biden decry decries decrees decries. I think. I think so. Decrees. I can't well, there's it. a decree. There's decrees. It's not decree. Like D E C R I E. D E C R I E. Oh, decries. Decries. Yeah. Biden decries. The buffering. <laughs> We're so smart. I swear. We're smart. <laughs> Listen, you can't know every word. No, you can't. Biden decries Trump's quote big lie, but offers no new path on voting rights. I'm gonna go. Oh, fuck. It's center or right is what I'm thinking. Okay. Oh, it's center. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to go with center or <laughs> I just want you to be successful. <laughs> Women are having fewer babies because they have more choices. Right. Center. Give me a nod. Wait, say it again. I'm not choosing. Women are having fewer babies because they have more choices. Fewer babies. People think it's bad on the right. Mm -hmm. Now what else? That they have more choices. Mm -hmm. Center? Oh, you're sniffling. Left. <laughs> you kept saying center or right. I'm like, bitch, neither. <laughs> choices. I think it's the yeah. best left is the choices. Yeah. So, yeah. And we don't, you know. Mm -hmm. yep. So cheers. Okay. Right. Well, I will say that takes us to the end of our episode. It does. Yeah. It does. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Um, we're going to continue to do episodes like this mm -hmm. together as opposed to you being here and I'm in yeah. my apartment and we just figured it's more fun this way. It really is. Drinking is important. <laughs> so um, thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm. We will be back next week uh, where we're going to start discussing like how to now take this information of different bias, media bias that we see and how can we become more media literate? Yeah. What are some just simple takeaway strategies of a few different things that you could start doing in your life to maybe start being able to read into this a little yeah, bit more for sure. Yeah. And just being, just becoming really more cognizant, right? Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's a muscle that you have to train just mm -hmm. like anything else. And when you're trying to do that, it takes time. You have to be aware of it. Yeah. You're not that great at it at first, you know, but it, it takes time, you know, and when I say time, a couple weeks, a couple months, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a practice that you don't stop practicing. So we really encourage everybody um, to do that, to follow along, let us know what you've liked, what you'd like to see more of um, on Instagram. We're at the underscore impact project um, on Instagram. So check us out there. Um, and yeah, just keep doing this work. That's all that really matters. All right. Bye everyone. Thank bye. you. <laughs> Show the Unpack Project some love and be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. You can also check us out on Instagram at the underscore Unpack Project. And if you enjoyed today's episode, visit our website at theunpackedproject.com where you can make a donation that supports the research, production, and operating costs of this work. Shout out to all of our listeners who unpacked with us today. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>